Welcome to the FBA Profits Show with your hosts Subi and Leland. Did you know 72% of small business owners in the U.S. don't know their business credit score? And 45% of small business owners in the U.S. don't know they have a business score. Hi, welcome to FBA Profits. My name is Leland. I'm Zuby. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. It's, it's kind of hot outside today, which is good. <laughs> Weather's Went changing. Went to a farmer's market this morning and... Uh, I was expecting it to be cold, so I had long sleeves and jeans. It was 75 degrees at 9 o'clock in the morning. Nice. Yeah. Envy for some, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. The yeah. blue skies. and was uh, sitting at my kids' uh, soccer games or soccer matches yesterday, and I got a nice tan. Farmer's tan, but still a nice tan. Good. So, yeah. Well, if you've joined us, now we know that Zuby got some sun and some vitamin D, which we're excited about. But we appreciate you joining us on FBA Profits. There's lots of people talking about fulfillment by Amazon, including us. And uh, today we're uh, talking about, um, well, I've always wondered, like, can I get GoPro batteries and then, you know, make this part of my, I found a great source once for them. And Early on in my process with Zuby, because Zuby was a great coach for me, explaining, no, that's that's a no-fly zone. You can't move that stuff. It's part of the hazmat. And so Zuby today said, got a great topic. We're going to talk about hazmat and uh, FBA. What do you do? What do you do if you find a product that's on their list as being part of hazard, you know, hazardous materials? I, I got to tell you, we we do the deletes list, right? We're always processing. And there's certain sites that are always coming up for us for consideration and they ha- they sell firearms and they sell ammunition and they sell knives and all that kind of stuff. So I want to hear Zuby explain to me how I can start selling ammunition and GoPro batteries on Amazon. You don't, you don't want me going there. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not selling ammunition on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, people do. And, and you can, um, but um, I can definitely talk about the GoPro batteries. Um, so first hazmat, <laughs> what is that? You know, hazardous materials or um, they're also known as um, dangerous goods. Um, Amazon de- defines them as, as anything that has materials that can pose a risk um, to either a person's health, safety, uh, to property or to the environment. Uh, and and this, this risk could be during storage during transportation or during handling. So if they determine that a product um, or their algorithm determines that a product contains material that could possibly cause uh, a fire or cause skin irritation or cause uh, to explode, um, they will consider that or they will put that under hazmat review. And um, it could be corrosive, it could be pressurized, it could be flammable, it could it could be a lot of different things. Um, so. It's not always clear and immediately uh, uh, obvious whether something is hazmat or not, or considered hazmat or not by Amazon. Um, And there's a way for us to check. And one of the main purposes behind this episode is to walk walk everyone through how to check if a product is hazmat before you order it so that you don't fall on that trap of, um, of, hey, you can't really send it in. Um, Because it's important to to know that... um, when you check, uh, you know, whether it's our leads list or you find a product and you're like, wow, this sells really well. And you check your seller central account and you see that and you say, hey, can I sell this? And it says, yes, sell, sell yours. You can sell this as new. And then you order that product, you get it, 
you go to list it and ship it. And then all of a sudden you get this red flag that says you cannot ship this to Amazon because Amazon considers this as hazmat or that it's under hazmat review. Um, so before ordering that, because at that point now you either have to uh, return the product, uh, which is just cumbersome and it, you know, you want to avoid those, those costly mistakes of either returning them or not being able to return them. And now you're stuck with 5, 10, 20, 50, 100 of something that you don't need and you can't sell. Um, so it's important to, um, th th there are a few keywords or key things that you can watch for right off the bat. And if it has it, you know that Amazon's going to consider it hazardous material. And, and one is battery, one's ammunition, firearms, um, uh, aerosol, um, anything that's pressurized. Um, Amazon uh, will consider that as um, hazardous. And um, it doesn't mean you can't sell the product. Uh, hazmat products are not products that you can never sell. It just means that Amazon, in the last few years, there were a lot of fires and a lot of accidents that happened in Amazon warehouses. And a lot of it was due to um, pressurized products exploding because the warehouse got too hot, because uh, it, was, it wasn't handled properly. People got hurt, property was damaged, warehouses burned down. Um, I know there was one in, near us in California that burned down a couple of years ago be, because of this. And so Amazon is, has gotten really stringent on this process. Um, and what they have done is they've identified specific warehouses around the country that they have that can handle hazardous material products. So if you want to sell a hazmat product, you can go through the process of requesting to be, to be included in the hazmat program. And, and it's a, the, we'll walk you through the process. Um, you request, and if, if uh, Amazon deems that your account is big enough and you are, uh, your, your IPI and KPIs are good enough and you're a good enough seller, you don't have any major issues, they will invite you to join the hazmat program. And when they do, what that means is that you can now sell, ship hazmat products through Amazon FBA. But it doesn't mean you're going to be able to ship it to the same warehouse that you shipped, you shipped your pencils or, you know, your, your, your puzzles. Um, and this is the other key factor of it. Um, Amazon will not allow their partnered carrier to carry your hazmat products to their warehouse. Mm. You have to use your own carrier to ship that product. So we, we do, uh, I do a lot of hazmat uh, products. We we sell a lot of it and um, Amazon will not allow me to use their you know, when I create the shipments, I can't create purchase the shipping directly from Seller Central. Uh, UPS uh, will not uh, take it through the Amazon account. So I have to either go and use FedEx, my own account off Amazon through FedEx or UPS or USPS um, and make sure that I'm abiding by the rules that they have set for hazmat products when I ship it. The liability falls on me not on Amazon. And that's the big thing behind this is that Amazon doesn't want to be liable for anything that has to do with storage or transportation of hazardous. So again, it doesn't mean you can't sell it. It just means that it's a little bit more work, maybe a little bit cost costlier because the rates that you can get from FedEx or FedEx ground is a lot higher than what Amazon can from them. Right? Although Amazon doesn't work with FedEx anymore, but just <laughs> as an example. <laughs> Um, so that's that, that's just sort of a quick overview of, of hazardous material and where wh why we've gotten come here with Amazon on that subject because it used it didn't used to be like this you know Amazon we could send hazmat materials to any of the warehouses you could ship them pack them together and Amazon has just sort of gotten 
more and more stringent on this process as they have had to incur more and more liability because of accidents that have happened uh, with these products. And also because of laws and regulations that have been passed uh, for environment reasons and whatnot. So these are just parts of uh, the growing pains of working with Amazon. Absolutely. And I was just joking at the beginning, I'm not going to sell, you know, bullets. I'm not, there's, there's no ammo, maybe the batteries, but just as a quick 30,000 foot level view, there are certain things you can't, it's a no-fly zone through FBA, right? You're not going to do explosives, no toxic stuff, nothing infectious. And then there's other guidelines and rules. So if it's, you know, if you're shipping it, it has to fit, you know, transportation guidelines. So the DOT, uh, Department of Transportation, uh, uh, Federal Aviation, it has to fit those guidelines. And I'm with you and I understand Amazon's hands off now. They just want to receive it and then they'll deal with it from there on out. But at least to ingest it, it's all on you. So you have to fit those guidelines. So if that means your packages needs special labels or any of that stuff, you better have it down. And if it fits any of the ones, and there'll be a link in all of the different descriptions for the media that we're posting for this, there are seven that you just can't do. But the good news is, and I'm hoping this is where you were going, and I hope I'm not leapfrogging it. Um, Within some of those, you can sell certain products, and i.e., like the the batteries, the lithium batteries that go in the GoPros. And I'm with you because I've been trapped where I bought something and then realized, oh, we have a hurdle here to get through. Um, I don't necessarily check every single one before buying. I'm sure other people in FBA are that way too, because sometimes we're not thinking that it fits the criteria. But Amazon through Seller Central does have a way for you to punch in an ASIN. And if you want to walk us through that, there's a list here I could start reading. And we were joking before we started because the first one on here is hats and vests with rechargeable batteries. If you're in a colder climate, it makes sense to have that kind of stuff. Uh, We were certainly looking at some products back uh, a year ago on that front. But there is a list that they give you, but then you can also punch in specific ASINs to know whether or not if you need to have it reviewed and then as a seller be accepted to be able to sell it. Yes. And, and the, 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 your, your first point is very, uh, is, a, is an excellent point in that what we're discussing here as far as hazmat is just Amazon's terminology and Amazon's policy. Yeah. There are a lot of regulations that you have to, as a seller um, and as a shipper of hazmat pro- product, you have to make sure you abide by um, and like Leland said, the labeling part, uh, you know, the packaging part, uh, all of that is is extremely important. And it's beyond the scope of Amazon, but it's still your responsibility because if you're shipping something USPS or UPS um, and it is pressurized and it cannot be shipped, you know, if it goes to 30,000 feet, it's going to explode. You got to make sure you're shipping that from ground and you got to make sure that you have these big red uh, stickers on there that says flammable or corrosive or, or um, uh, combustible, uh, pressurized, whatever the, the regulations are, you have to make sure you're abiding by it. And it's your responsibility to confirm all of those. Um, from my perspective, this is not legal advice or anything. But <laughs> when I, when I never, ship anything hazmat, um, it's always ground. Um, yeah. you know, I don't care how long it takes it to get there, but it's always ground because that's the easiest and, and safest way to ship it. Um, so, with that said, we can go into uh, sort of a step-by-step process on how to figure out if something is selling hazmat. And you know, again, to take one quick step back to what Leland, you were saying, um, you don't need to check every single product that you're selling 
to see whether it falls under hazmat or not. Um, but if you think, you know, let's say if you're selling a can of paint, you should check that because paint is corrosive or, or a paint thinner. Paint thinner is corrosive. Um, if you're selling something that that's aerosol, you should check it. But if you're selling a puzzle or if you're selling grocery items, you don't necessarily need to check every single one. You know, if you can, if you want. But um, it's usually if you think that some that that you know, common sense. Um, and I know you don't like saying this, but Brendan Burchard always says common sense isn't always common practice. Uh, but uh, common sense should dictate whether you take the time to go out and and uh, and uh, check if something's hazmat status or not. But regardless, here's the tool. Go ahead. I was just going to say, it's just being cognitive of it. The, the one on the burn is toys, right? You, you think you're just in that toy category. It's cute. It's something that you can see the numbers work and you're able to get the level of volume that you want to buy the right quantity and you get it and you get it in. Some toys have a battery somewhere in there for the thing to work and it's included in what you're shipping or it's a board game and in the middle, there's a little watch battery. They've already put it in there. When the person who's going to play the game opens it, they're just going to pull the little tab. It makes the connection you go. It's just having that moment. And that would be one of the things that you could go down the process and get a red tag on. So it's, it's I know it's what you're saying. You just got to be aware of it. But sometimes we forget as we're going through, yeah, a grocery, if we're shipping off, you know, uh, something, you're probably okay, unless, right, it falls under one of the categories of something that might be, like you keep mentioning under pressure, it might have an ingredient that's in there that you have to be aware of that just requires a label. And you don't know if that day you're going to get ingested by the machine, the big Amazon machine, and they notice it or don't notice it, Right. But um, it's just being aware of what you're shipping off. And certainly if it's a new product, you'll want to at least think about it. And I don't have any negative sentiment towards Brendan. Not one. <laughs> I like to tease you. That's all. It has nothing. I don't have any negative, no bad feelings towards him. So you can quote them all you want. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Get to your how-to. Show people how to look right, this stuff right, up. Right. All right. All right. So let, let, let's go through this. So you, you, you'll you need to sign into your Amazon Seller Central account. Um, the, like anything else on Seller Central, there's, you know, five different ways to get to a certain page. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll, sort of explain the fastest way or the easiest way that we can, that we've come up with. Um, I, I like to use the, the, the help search bar a lot on Seller Central. So that's where we'd go with this one. You would just type in hazmat status on that search bar on top. Um, and when you click search, um, the, the sidebar comes on and there's a bunch of articles and, 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 and forum links and whatnot. That's not what we're interested in. What we're interested in is as soon as you click search, right on top, right under search results, there's two different boxes that pop up. One says manage FBA listings, one says seller fulfilled orders. Um, we are concerned and we're only talking about FBA listings and FBA shipment. If you want to sell hazmat products as a seller fulfilled, as a merchant fulfilled product, you can do so all day long without any issues with Amazon because Amazon never touches that. You know, they, they list it, you ship it, you're responsible for shipping it directly to the customer. So then you have to abide by all the hazmat status of hazmat rules and regulations that we've talked about. But we're talking about shipping hazmat products to Amazon's fulfillment center. So um, what you would want to do is click on that manage FBA listings box. What happens is you get another box that pops up with two options. Let's check, check if a product is dangerous. One says look up an ASIN. The other one says danger 
dangerous goods FAQ, frequently asked questions. We want to look up the ASIN. So you just click on that and click next. And here comes a box where you can paste the ASIN on and click check status. Now it's important, this might uh, be a little too, too granular, but when you paste the ASIN, the check status box, box doesn't light up. It doesn't, it looks like it's in the background, but it still works. You just click on that check status and then the box will give an answer on that. This product is considered dangerous goods. This product is not considered dangerous. So if it's not classified as dangerous goods, you can sell this product through FBA um, as long as you meet the general FBA requirements. So as long as you can sell it, you can sell it through FBA. If it does meet, uh, if, it, if it is considered dangerous goods, uh, or or uh, or hazmat, then it's going to say you need to be part of the hazmat program to sell this. And then right under there, for most people, it's going to say request to join hazmat program. You click on that, request is sent to Amazon. Amazon's algorithms will uh, check to see if you qualify. If you do, they will send it to you. If you don't, they'll send you an email and say, hey, you've been, congratulations, you've been accepted into the hazmat program. Um, usually that takes anywhere from a day to two weeks. Um, if you don't qualify for it via the, the, uh, the bots, um, and this is my personal belief, I believe it goes into a, a, a queue uh, where people then look at it one by one, and then they, they will make a final before they leave. Uh, but it's, it's a very simple process. Um, if you do uh, find hazmat products to sell, and you do request to be added to the dangerous goods program, and you do get accepted, please, please, please make sure you read all the FAQs. Please, please, please make sure you understand all the legalities of shipping dangerous goods or hazmat related products to an Amazon fulfillment center because it could it could blow up your 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 account if you mess it up i don't i don't want to be you know i don't want to make it sound like it's such a uh scary thing but it is you know amazon's thirty thousand square foot warehouse or fifty thousand square foot warehouse has burned down because of this stuff so they're very scared of it or cognizant of it so you need to be too and make sure you uh educate yourself on the process before starting to ship dangerous goods products to Amazon. Appreciate the pun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Blow up your account. Right. So we have the walkthrough on how to look up your products. We've talked about what the dangerous goods are, some of the no-fly, you're never going to sell it, get over it, and then being able to look things up to make sure you're okay and that there is a review process. So you can, I can successfully go and uh, do the uh, the lithium batteries and uh, and sell them on the account. Any, any other items on this? Yeah, just, just a reiteration of the fact that um, whether it's, you know, if, if you're part of our, our uh, leads list subscriber base, um, or if you're getting your leads from somewhere else, or if you're finding your own products, um, it's always a good idea to make sure that you double check any of those products on the leads lists, um, if you think that they might be had. Um, there's, most leads lists don't have a uh, filter for hazmat. You know, mm -hmm. They most leads list. We try to not source from those sites and those um, manufacturers or distributors or retailers that we know are predominantly have products that fall within this criteria that that could be considered dangerous goods. So we try to eliminate those sources entirely. But I can guarantee you that within our leads list, there's there's going to be hazmat products or products that Amazon considers hazmat. Mm -hmm. So it's very important for you to double check all of that before you placing you, you, you start placing orders for those items um, because 
like I said earlier, you're going to tie up your capital. It's a little bit more work for you to then go ahead and, and return the product after you received it because you can't sell it or try to merchant fulfill it or try to sell it on eBay or Walmart or whatever. But it's just, it's always better to take that extra five seconds, you know, have this page open on, on a separate uh, browser or separate tab on your browser when you're doing your research and just quick three seconds each time you'll know for sure. And it will save you hours in the, in the future. Can I throw a curveball? Uh, go ahead. Hold on. Let me, let me get my stance correct. <laughs> I remember a few years ago now, there was a certain product by a manufacturer that you had and it was going through the process and it got labeled as being part hazmat. There was something that they had concerns with that's at least on the quality of the manufacturing of it. Mm -hmm. And that got frozen. Do we want to discuss any of that process that you went through? I mean, without mentioning the specific product or anything, do you, or do you want to just that forget that? Up, do you want to just forget that you it? Now it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we, we can touch on, on um, the difference between uh, products that uh, Amazon considers dangerous goods and products that Amazon is trying to figure out whether or not it's dangerous goods or not. Um, so there's hazmat products that you know are hazmat, and then there's products that are under hazmat review. Um, and what that means is that Amazon has figured out that there might be an issue. For however they've they've decided that, and they want you to send in additional information about it, or they want to find additional documentation. Um, th this happens a lot with toys as well. Um, you know, like um, toys that have nail polish um, or toys that have you know like little girls toys that have a little bit of acetone in it for nail polish. Um, it, the whole, it, it could be a $60 huge box of toy. And then there's this little bottle of acetone in it. And the whole thing is now under hazmat review. Um, it happens. You, you can have products where everything is copacetic. And then all of a sudden, Hey, we are not sure about this one little thing. And we, we want to review and we want you to send us the documentation. Um, I have a product, um, on my stranded inventory that's been there for over a year now. Um, there's three units of it. And it's that little bottle of, of, of <laughs> nail polish. I can't remove it because it's under hazmat review. I purchased it away, so I don't have access to any way to get the documents that Amazon wants. Hmm. I can't ask Amazon to destroy it. Amazon has been on hazmat review on this product for a year and a half now. Um, so it's just sitting there. Uh, there's uh, the only option I have on my account is refresh stranded reason. And it just, it doesn't do anything. I call that seller central and they're like, Oh, we don't know. You need to send us the, the information we're asking, like just destroy it. We can't because we don't know if it's hazmat. So we don't know how to destroy it. It's you can, you can run into it. And, and I was lucky that it's only three units. I sold all the rest of mine before it went into this, but it does happen where, you could have a very profitable product and then all of a sudden hazmat, uh, Amazon puts it under hazmat review and it's, you know, the onus is on you to find and submit the documentation that Amazon's asking for in order to either determine, yes, it is hazmat or no, it's not hazmat. Um, so it, it does happen uh, even on products that are not considered hazmat today, they could be, they, they could go under hazmat review tomorrow. Uh, but it, it shouldn't, you shouldn't worry about that mm -hmm. too much because yeah. it, you know, that's just Amazon. And we all know that Amazon like Leland throws curveballs at us all the time. <laughs> well, I like, I like exceptions to the rules 
And for as much as the products that roll through the different, you know, accounts, uh, there's always the oddballs and these are the ones that stick in my mind, but it, it's a different process and it felt fall, fell on my phone. Okay. Well, you hit, you hit that one out of the park. So we can end it there if you want. Uh, appreciate your time and, uh, the links where you can look up the, um, what is a no-fly zone for them completely, uh, links to the FAA regulations, the DOT. And then of course, if you have your seller central account, we'll send the help link. So you can go directly to the spot where you can type in, uh, angel, uh, ASINs to check if their product is a dangerous good. And as always, we thank you for joining us. Thanks, Ubi. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to FBA Profits. Visit us at our website www.fbaprofits.us for more details like our Facebook group and Twitter for timely news and events.